2: $25 each.
1: Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's Livenation.comslash concertweek to buy now.
4: I'm Katya Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty-five years I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision?
2: Hello. Welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Null. They call me Ben. Uh, We are joined, as always, with our super producer, Paul, Mission Control Deckett. Most importantly, you are you, you are here, and that makes this Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. This is the first episode we are recording in what the calendars call 2020. So if you're listening to this, congratulations, you've made it at least to January of that month. (sighs) Ah. Good, good for you. Oh, way to go.
3: You did a thing. We all did it. We're all here. We are here in some shape or form. I, I'm already enjoying uh, the heck out of uh, out of 2020. Yeah. yeah well, mainly, I don't know, just personal choice. I decided I wasn't going to drink at all in January. It's a thing people do, the dry January. Dry. Dryuary, yeah. And I've gotten so much done in six days. It's crazy. That's... I redecorated my whole house. I've been working on music again. I've, I've been just, you know, being more present with my kid. Not that I'm some kind of crazy alcoholic, but it's easy to forget about the things that actually make you happy when maybe work is a little stressful. You yeah. decide you'd rather just, like, have a couple of drinks with friends instead. I've been like doing you know playing board games and stuff and it's great now friends come over to my house and we play nerd games together
1: that's amazing Noel and I am so uh, proud of you for not letting the current news cycle uh, cause you to go back to the drink I don't know what you're talking about I've Uh, also
3: chosen to give up watching television giving up with the
1: news please enlighten me Oh, nothing. just something to do with this country that we've talked about on this show numerous times that is surrounded on all sides by uh, people that may want to um, invade for various reasons. Um, and, you know, there's just almost a hot war between our country and that country occurring right now. us? Invade us? Matt? No, no. Anyway, uh, Ben – how you
2: doing? Good? You good with the whole Iran situation? <laughs> well, the, the reason I said so congratulations to everyone for making it to January of 2020 is because we are very much in a uh, what, what it feels like a day-by-day, week-by-week um, estimate of the future, which may change uh, precipitously. Of course, it's often said – at least by me, that the world is ending for someone somewhere every day. Uh, but you know, Australia is burning down. Yeah. Uh, the, the ocean acidification that you warned me about years ago, Matt. That's that's definitely in play. Uh, I I have also uh, I've also. Not gone completely dry, but I've been drinking a lot less just because I feel like I need to be aware and alert at all times. Relaxation feels very 2019 to me.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I I feel that. I swear to God, the news cycle is is starting to feel like that movie Children of Men, you know? Like it's (gasps) very much like a near-future dystopia thing that we're starting to fall into a little bit. I'm not being super hyperbolic about that. It really – if you just take a minute, Mm. listen to the
1: radio, watch TV – everything's on fire. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this, and L- then we'll move literally on. Literally and figuratively. I, I agree. Let me tell you this just here. I'll share this in the room, and I'm, this is the first time I'm talking about this, uh, and I'm speaking to you, person who called. Um, ben, Noel, Paul, we got a really, really wonderful series of calls on our hotline over, like right after the new year occurred from a gentleman who told of how he he knew he had to quit heroin and the only way he was going to do it was to get a trusted friend and lock himself in a place for, you know, weeks mm-hmm. on end. And while he was doing that, he found our podcast and he said because the time goes by so excruciatingly slowly during those times – Getting to have our podcast gave him a place to – it gave him a group of people essentially with whom to commune without having any kind of fear of falling back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he's – he ended up getting through the entire show and he just thanked us on the phone for, for just existing and for
2: talking. Congratulations, man. We're glad you're here. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Isn't that amazing?
3: It's incredible. Uh, he, he actually had reached out um, uh, on Instagram or something. To, he to said the, he did. Yeah. And, but this is an update. That's 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 new. Um, we'll, that's we'll really, really wonderful.
1: We'll share it together this is the, just so everyone knows who's listening. This is the first time we've actually hung out all together mm-hmm. in a while. It's true. Um, but just want to put that out there. The world, as scary as it seems, as bad as the news seems, as crazy as the stuff we're about to talk about – is, <laughs> mm-hmm. in the end, we have each other. No.
3: Right? Right. And that's why I wasn't joking when I said my 2020 my 20 is off to a really nice start. I'm feeling pretty positive about things overall despite the news cycle and how, you know, eminently weird things are getting. I mean, at the end of the day, all we have are our friends, our loved ones, our families, and the little things that we have to occupy our minds with to keep from going completely insane.
2: So this is the first episode we're recording in 2020, hopefully not the last, but you know, uh, you know how the nature of life is. It's like Elon Musk recently said, it's a video game where the graphics are amazing, the tutorials are too long. I'd say say the problem with life is that we're all working live, right? There's no no one really in charge. There's not really a plan. Or is there? Because today we are diving into one of the strangest, most controversial conspiracy stories of the aughts, which we mean the recent aughts, the 2010s and so on. This is something that many of our fellow listeners have written to us about, or communicated interest in uh, to us via some platform or another. Uh, as as always, we want to explore these ideas with um, with with an emphasis on critical thinking and an emphasis on the facts versus the rumors, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, if you <laughs> this is your first rodeo, you'll see what we mean very quickly. Uh, And again, hopefully it's not your last rodeo. You've heard the name before. You may have even accidentally or purposely found yourself embroiled in a conversation about this thing. But what exactly is QAnon? Why has it become a focal point for a certain genre of conspiracy literature and most importantly what sort of claims do QAnon supporters make uh, if you are someone like like many of us listening who enjoys uh, a bit of googling while you're while you're listening to the podcast uh, take note that QAnon is spelled capital Q capital A N O N anyhow here are the facts
1: so, to begin this story, we have to jump back to 2017, October 28th of that year. And we have to uh, go to a place called 4chan, a message board. And within that, there is a channel called POL, P O L, it's politics. And on that date, October 28th, 2017, there is a person, a user, ostensibly anonymous, that had the name Q Clearance Patriot. And this user started popping up on that slash pol, hmm. uh, that message board, and oh, who, oh buddy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's We're not even going to get to the message yet. Let's just let's, let's explain some of
3: this.
2: Yeah, let's take a step back. So, 4chan. Okay, you you've heard about it?
1: Yeah,
3: it's like the armpit of the internet, more more or less. I mean, well, okay, okay. It, it was once like not as bad as it has become, but it has certainly gained a reputation for becoming a place where people can anonymously spout pretty much whatever they want.
2: As they say in Star Wars, a hive of scum and villainy. That's what it's been <laughs> accused of being in yes. the mainstream media. It's, I would
1: just yeah. put out there, and we're going to yeah. talk about this, it is one of the places that the internet
2: provides where you can literally say whatever you want mm-hmm. anonymously. Right, right. Uh, one of my old colleagues called it uh, one of the best arguments against free speech in the <laughs> modern era. 4chan is, as you said, Matt, an anonymous English-language website or image board. It was created in 2003 by a guy named Christopher Poole going under the name Moot, M-O-O-T. You can hear hear a pretty great summation of the origin and evolution of 4chan on our peer podcast Tech Stuff by Jonathan Strickland. So we won't get too into the weeds here. 4chan was – Originally, as of two thousand and three, supposed to be a digital space wherein anonymous posters could talk about anime and post images related to anime. But it expanded; it had mission creep, as many things do. And today, it's home to message boards on any number of topics: video games, music, politics, sports, etc., etc., including some patently disturbing content. The thing about 4chan is unlike a lot of similar message boards, you cannot really register. You post anonymously, threads with recent replies get bumped to the top of the board, and then old threads that get less and less attention are automatically deleted as new ones appear. It's also huge. It's
3: big. Quick question for you guys, being a bit of a 4chan noob. I mean I know a, a decent amount about it, but I've never really interacted with it. Is – what makes it different from say Reddit? Like is it just less moderated or is it a little more of a free-for-all?
2: Uh, there, are, there are moderators on 4chan, uh, but Reddit requires – if you want to post on Reddit, you have to have a registered name. There you go. So it's the
3: anonymity that really sets it apart. Right. Got it. So back to its size. It's true. It's, it's massive. Each month, um, the site receives 22 to 27 million unique visitors. And every day, um, users generate around 800,000 new posts. Um, and much like Reddit, you have groups with abbreviations like forward slash P-O-L, Forward slash, which uh, was is the politically incorrect group, and that was started. Yeah, I would just
1: have to say I I incorrectly called it politics because in my brain I just am in Reddit world, so apologies. Uh, but it still means the same. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just know. Don't don't hurt us. Okay, continue. But
3: again, I don't I don't think that I think that's a good point, Matt, because I do feel like Reddit versus four chan. Four chan is inherently a little more fringy than. Than Reddit, it it seems to me, just as an outsider. But correct me if I'm wrong.
1: The fringe doth exist everywhere. That's
3: very true. Uh, It seems like it's a little more nurtured by the fact that you're able to post anonymously, for sure. Um, It was uh, essentially a reboot of 4chan's news board, um, new slash new, uh, which had been uh, deleted in January of 2011 because of uh, a flagrant. Racism
2: Of a specific type as well, which was, uh, you know, white supremacist type, uh, far, far right-wing kind of racism. So let's put that info to the side just for now. All you need to remember is Poll exists. It has a troubled history. It's been repeatedly cited as a hub for racism, sexism, neo-Nazi ideology and so on. You mean politically incorrect stuff, guys? <laughs> right, and let's let's also uh, remember that Q or QAnon, uh, as we explore the evolution here, also became known as the Storm or the Great Awakening, and the reason why uh, is is oddly enough it, it is clearly traceable to a single incident uh, in involving and uh, what many people thought to be an offhand sort of throwaway remark by the uh, current president of the United States.
1: So let's just go back. October 28th is when Q Clearance Patriot shows up, correct? October 28th, 2017. Now, 23 days prior to that, on October 5th, 2017, President Trump, uh, he made some comments while he was hanging out In front of a bunch of reporters, they're taking taking a publicity photo with a ton of high-level military officials. They had a special gathering. They were taking this photo. And they're all standing around. Several people, you know, it's mostly photographers, but several are running video. Mm -hmm. And there is video of this you can watch right now. Uh, This is a quote from President Trump. Do you guys know what this represents? Maybe it's the
2: calm before the storm. What, what storm, Mr. President, on Iran or ISIS or, or what? What's the storm? Um, we've got the
1: world's, as it continuing the quote, we've got the world's great military people in this room. I will tell you that. We're going to have a great meeting. Thank you all for coming.
2: What storm, Mr. President? You'll find out.
1: Now, just think about that. That's it. That's all it was. But it was – and it, it occurred, it's a little longer than that. We're paraphrasing here. But that is – those are the exact quotes This maybe is the calm before the storm and, oh, you'll find out when he's asked what it is. Um, It was a very vague statement. And and here's the deal that we need to kind of note here. So in the context in October – early October 2017, there were a lot of rumors floating around. There were people talking um, in Washington, D.C. quite extensively about whether or not the Iran nuclear deal, which was negotiated by President Trump's predecessor, Mm -hmm. President Obama – was on the table as possibly being changed or altered or pulled out of or there was there were rumors that something was going to change there
2: with regards to Iran. Right. Yeah, yeah, that perhaps the administration at the time would uh, decertify or pull out of the nuclear deal.
1: Yes, and so he's, right. he's in a room full of the top military officials mm-hmm. who would be concerned about that and or, you know, have
2: something to say. But also, to be fair, something like you'll find out is, uh, you know, it's not a declaration of policy – no, at all. Nah, you know? He's
3: he's kind of fond of making those little wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of statements
2: and acting sure.
1: kind of like there's you know something bigger at play than than is on the surface. It's a you know what it is. It's a statement that makes you come back after the commercial break. That's right. Does that make sense? Yes. Like it totally speaks to his his, uh, his
2: production uh, media brain. His he has, media, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's definitely um,
3: you know from his experience working on in television. Uh, he's got. He knows how to. He knows how to have a cliffhanger.
2: It's also a bit of a it's a, it's also a bit of a way to end a conversation. Yeah, you know, like we have to. I have to go, the <laughs> President. I have a pretty busy <laughs> schedule. Just to be absolutely fair, uh, and this this gained uh, some some weight, some gravity online in it, like a, a more serious version of kofefe. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it does. Represent a theme that we see pretty often, which is it made people uncertain to the point you guys are making. There was a cliffhanger, but there wasn't really a follow-up, at least on the president's end at that point. That's
3: right, and 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 the the connection we're about to draw as well could be entirely coincidental. Just want to put that out there
2: right now. So in this case, that quotation, that single that single dialogue seems to have. Uh, not just bred speculation, but inspired what is nowadays referred to in Internet shorthand as Q or QAnon. So what exactly is QAnon saying here? Mr. President, what is QAnon saying? You'll find out. After a word from our sponsor.
0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: Here's where it gets crazy. So once the quote is out there, Q clearance Patriot... Uh, the nickname, by the way, is uh, is a reference to Q level security clearance, which is a real thing in the Department of Energy. It's the equivalent of top secret. Anyway, Q Clearance Patriot begins posting, uh, and we have we have the text of the first post made by the entity claiming to be Q Clearance Patriot. Uh, we can read it to you. We want to note that it may feel a little bit obtuse. NG in the following message stands for National Guard, and HRC stands for Hillary Rodham Clinton. HRC
3: extradition already in motion, effective yesterday with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged, effective, 10.30 at 12.01 a.m. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. U.S.Ms will conduct the operation while NG activated. Proof check, locate an NG member and ask if activated for duty, 10.30 across most major cities.
2: I don't think we explained M's. Yeah, U.S. Marines. So the idea here is that uh, Hillary Clinton is going to be extradited and that— multi- somewhere, Yeah, and that multiple countries are uh, girding up their security to prevent uh, this person from getting— successfully to another country or a non-extradition treaty country, that the passport will be flagged, rendered invalid. That's what that means, uh, that there will be massive riots that are – Heavily implied to be planned, you know, kind of astroturfed riots, so not the actual people rising up and that others, which would – people would later say were other democratic, um, in, democratic uh, politicians, leaders, so on, that they would be fleeing the US and that Marines would conduct this um, – this mass arrest or this culling started with Clinton and that the National Guard will be activated to be uh, kind of like the, the backup, the reserves. So what's the implication
3: here? The implication is that a lot of high-level Democrats are about to be rounded up and arrested and, and, arrested and potentially
2: indicted for what? Well, th- for the many crimes, Noel, for the many, many crimes – that's that's the implication but this is just the first post this is the first of what would later be called breadcrumbs and yeah. the thing is the q would claim access to secret information and followed up with another post a few year, a few hours later just yeah. hours later and,
1: and cuz he's again he's
2: this is on he's warning about 1020 he's posting on 1028 right right which we'll see is a pattern uh-huh and uh, so q in his next post writes a little bit more coherently but the language is replete with what appear to be coded phrases. So Q is saying that Clinton has already been detained by authorities and that Donald Trump was aware of this, knew that criminal rogue elements including Clinton had to be arrested. And then he also references several other people popular in conspiracy theories such as the billionaire philanthropist George Soros – uh, you know, regardless of what you feel about the specifics of the allegations about uh, – against George Soros, we all agree. Billionaire philanthropists are uh, are potentially supervillains just in general. They yes. have the capacity to be so. So uh, – Do you want to read an example of one of these posts? Yeah, Another yeah. Another one? Yeah, I mean yeah. just to give us a little more – and then we can – this one's a little juicier too. Yeah.
1: So this is again made on the 28th of October, 2017. Uh, here it goes. You ready? <clears throat> Mockingbird. HRC detained. Not arrested yet. Where is Huma? Follow Huma. Uh, and that, of course, is Huma Abedin that we've talked about before on this show. Right. With the emails in yep. particular mm-hmm. and as well as with reference to Anthony Weiner, her former husband, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Let's continue. This has nothing to do with Russia, yet. Why does POTUS surround himself with generals? What is military intelligence? What is military intelligence, guys? Okay, let's continue. Why go around the three-letter agencies? This reads like a very strange poem. (laughs) Yes, What Supreme Court case allows for the use of MI versus congressional, assembled, and approved agencies? Who has the ultimate authority over our branches of military without approval conditions unless 90-plus in wartime conditions? What is the military code? Where is AW being held? Why? AW? Is is that Anthony Weiner? No? Is that Andrew... We'll, we'll get we'll, okay. we'll continue. <laughs> the, we'll continue. the problem there. But who yeah. knows, right? Yeah. Uh, POTUS will not go on TV to address nation. POTUS must isolate himself to prevent negative optics. POTUS knew removing critical rogue elements as a first step was essential to free and pass legislation. Who has access to everything classified? Do you believe HRC, Soros, Obama, etc. have more power than Trump? Fantasy. Whoever controls the office of the presidency controls this great land. They never believed for a moment they, Democrats and Republicans, would lose control. This is not RVD battle. Why did Soros donate all his money recently? Why would he place all his funds in a RC? RC? Anyone? Rent control? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what R.C. is. <laughs> Mockingbird, ten, thirty, seventeen. God bless, fellow patriots. Is
3: that a Hunger Games reference? That's that's the mocking. Mo- oh, uh, yeah. Never so, mind.
2: what's Mockingbird? This is this is first off, <laughs> this is a pure sugar rush, for, right? For some people on 4chan, this is. Candy. Now, I also <laughs> I was reading this when this came out, and I I, yeah. I I got so into. it. I thought, you know, I don't care if it's real because uh, we'll get to it. It's There's a, a good problem. Story. There's a problem with identity. You know, mm. and it's like this, even if it's just mimetic. Uh, you know, people who have enough knowledge of the reference points here can begin to dive down the rabbit hole. So for people who are already deep into the world of conspiracy, especially those trending toward the, the far right fringe stuff it's called, uh, they, they were elated uh, and probably in no small part terrified. Operation Mockingbird. You ask about well, it's a reference to a real life CIA program to blackmail journalists and control propaganda narratives, and that that thing actually happened. And it is true that the laws preventing the uh, legal dissemination of, dom- of U.S. propaganda in the domestic sphere have been rescinded. Yeah, it's free reign, baby. Mm-hmm. What a time! Uh, and this. This also references – like you said, Matt, it references the idea that Huma Abedin, the former Clinton staffer, was secretly working for the Muslim Brotherhood, which has – the nicest way to say it has not been proven true.
1: Yeah, and, it allow, and just referencing Huma is kind of one of those triggers at that time, at least in 2017 and a little prior to that. Um a trigger word that's like, and again, it's just this, like you said, this is candy, Ben. Where all of these little things, these little references, just can send you down a rabbit hole. A single one of them could, and this is basically arming you with a handful of skittles. <laughs> You're so right about that reference, Ben. Yeah. Okay, and here's the deal: with a post like this, it's not just a single post. It it exists within you know, this ecosystem of everybody else being able to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, you're kind of answering all of these questions because this is all questions. Almost, almost 90% questions that are being raised here in this post. Right, but like leading questions kind of too, right? Well, yeah, but it's also, I, it's just, it's, it's fairly odd but intriguing, right? Um, but what happened was this started a movement, Right, yeah.
2: So Q, the poster, right, is different from the group Q Anon. Yes. Which is the supporters of this idea who later uh, grew into what would be known as the storm or the great awakening. And this this grew from fertile soil. Remember, this follows on the heels of things like Pizzagate, where in uh, – wherein Various folks were arguing based on some emails that there was a secret cabal of child abusers, a child abuse ring that was connected to Hillary Clinton that was operating out of a basement in a pizza chain. Problem being the actual pizza restaurant does not have a basement.
3: But just the same, uh, a believer of that particular conspiracy theory, a guy by the name of Edgar Madison Welch, went into this pizza place, a very popular uh, political pizza hangout um, and supposed – child sex dungeon, Uh, he went in there and and shot the place up. He didn't, like, kill anybody, but he shut the lock off of a— I believe it was a door that was meant to lead down into the secret basement. But there was no evidence of of this ever uncovered.
2: Yeah, went to a closet, actually, where he damaged the computer.
1: It it is interesting uh, how—we don't have to get into it too deeply— but Pizzagate, the way it evolved, we were looking at it very closely as it was evolving— Mm-hmm. And for it to focus on that one pizza restaurant that we're not naming here, by the way, we know the name of it. We're not naming it here just in case, just for whatever reason, uh, people feel that you – how you may feel. Um, but it was odd that these emails that were all, you know, leaked from – it was from the Hillary Clinton email breach and leak mm-hmm. that came out. Mm-hmm. Um most of the people on those chains were Democrats, M- not all of them, but most of them, or high-level officials or assistants to high-level officials. Um, and the stuff that was construed or misconstrued or, you know, taken from those emails, there was some odd stuff in there. Sure. And I would be the first to say there was definitely some odd stuff in there. Um but you can see it's such a good example of how you get a little bit of information or maybe a tiny peek into a window or a flashlight's view in the darkness and that's all you see and then you're assuming what is on the other side that you can't see um that's we're kind of going down that path already with mm-hmm. just what QAnon has said or with what Q clearance uh, Patriotism so. and and
2: we all already see the emphasis on creating connective tissue right? yes on on uh, discerning and following and then ultimately predicting a pattern, an order of operations. But before we get to that, you yeah. know this is nested like Matroska dolls here, but before we get to that, there's a problem of identity. Remember how earlier we noted the strong anonymity on 4chan. Q was aware of this and so attempted to provide proof of his or her or their claims. They posted images you can see online that some Redditors, especially on the R Conspiracy subreddit, uh, believed confirmed Q was physically present on Air Force One and thus was receiving this information from none other than the current Commander in Chief. And some followers started to argue about the true identity of Q. Uh, you would see all kinds, of, um, all kinds of allegations. Probably the most out there were that uh, first Donald Trump or Trump Jr. were themselves Q or that JFK Jr. faked his death to get away from the deep state and is himself Q. To tell the truth about the deep state. But— now that we've set up all this background and told you how the story began, what the origin point was, and you can see a little bit about the explosive growth, we have to ask ourselves, what, uh, what is QAnon saying? What are the claims? We'll tell you after a word from our sponsor.
0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: And we're back. Maybe a little bit of movie voice. In a world controlled by cannibals, Satan worshippers, elite child abusers, only one man has... The, the I don't know I'm falling off. But you know, That's has the hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> only one person. There's an Obi Wan who is the only uh, hope in this story, and it's it is uh, President Trump uh, in this in this narrative. The fact that Trump was formerly a Democrat and then later a Republican uh, is seen as proof that he belongs to neither party, who are of course uh, both painted as puppets on the hands of a global elite. And Trump is fighting an internal war, according again to QAnon, uh, and has to be protected by the military because the Secret Service, the FBI, the CIA, the rest of the alphabet soup has all been compromised.
1: And And yeah, all compromised and um, largely— it's difficult to move those powers like the individuals right. that have power in those institutions. Right, e- right.
2: Even though we have seen him cycle through several. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And you've seen the narrative change too. But he's saying, yes, that the, the alphabet superintelligence intelligence agencies, they're all uh, Sorosian, for lack of a better word. There you are. And then going back to this question, which you asked, Noel, about the format – because Q's postings often do take that cryptic question format, and so people who follow this Q and honors following this will say that each question is some sort of hint or a clue or a riddle containing some hidden truth about the the real nature of global governance, and that astute minds can divine the the meaning behind these postings. For me, it's almost like a
1: uh, puzzle game that if you can answer one of the questions, then you can, and then you answer the next one and then you realize how those are connected. And then it just goes down uh, and down and down. Like there's,
3: cicada uh,
2: 330, 3301, oh, right? Yeah.
3: Right. But like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being obtuse here. Uh, Actually, that's the word you used, Ben, I think quite astutely when you're talking about the way some of these posts read. Um, And I think I said some of them came off as leading questions. Some of them do. Like, for example, uh, who has ultimate authority over our branches of military? Who approves conditions unless 90-plus in wartime conditions? I mean that's sort of trying to push you to think a thing. And some of them are super open-ended. So if there's a puzzle here – Where's the solution? It seems like a lot of projection going on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's – they're they're called breadcrumbs because they're thought to be these tidbits of information, right? And they're forming a trail that picture – you know, one one of my favorite Always Sunny in Philadelphia moments when Charlie Day is obsessed with the discovery of Pepe Lopez. Yes, he is. And he's standing there and he's like chain-smoking and pointing to his conspiracy board – I, th- I think you're absolutely right here in that it reminds me a little bit of people who claim to have interpreted Nostradamus. You know, there's a bit of tea leaf reading that comes into this. You know, those uh, without without verification or uh, more explicit statements by Q itself, even assuming that we could prove Q is Q, uh, you can make those initials mean anything you want. Sure, RC could be rent control. It could also be <laughs> RC cola. Right. It could also be Radio RC cola. control cars. Mm-hmm. It could be Robo Cow. You know, yeah, or cop. Or yeah, Robo. Straight up Robo Cow. It could be straight up Robo. <laughs> I don't know why I went over the cop to the cow. <laughs> I'm very well aware of the RoboCop franchise. But but you see what I'm saying.
1: I see exactly what you're saying. And this kind of writing and and what it does is it allows the interpreter, so an end user, somebody who reads it, who is loud and influential enough to then say this is what that means and then that person almost gets more power or is able to translate it in a way that then a massive amount of people believes it has been translated. Yes.
2: And there's another aspect here, uh, which I, I think, uh, if we're thinking critically, we have to be even more skeptical about at this point. There's another aspect wherein some uh, some people who purport to believe in the QAnon stuff will say that they're not just they're not just correctly interpreting the statements they find on 4chan related forums. They're also interpreting the actions of the president, the physical individual and his own actions that would seem innocuous to mainstream media. Uh, There's this one, uh, for instance, there's this one moment in a meeting where he is sitting next to the vice president, and I I believe he takes a bottle of Fiji water, drinks it, and then puts it on the floor, right? Yeah. So there were people arguing that this was not just someone handling a water bottle, that this was a— Nonverbal signal that he was planning to take down a child abuse ring in guess where the Bahamas. C- close, they're both on the planet Fiji. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and when we get to that level of subjectivity, it's it's tough to prove anything, you know. And that's that's the devilish part about that, because barring a statement from. The actual president saying, yeah, that's why I did it or no, I just put the water there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's, there's no proof and then also even if pe- people could just choose to say – The guy is lying or he's dissembling.
3: I had said a thing before the first break of the idea of Trump's offhanded statements about the storm, the coming Uh storm, that that could well have been a complete coincidence as related to this movement. But I think it's the other way around actually. I think this movement hopped on that innocuous-ish statement. And then created this notion of the coming reckoning or whatever. I believe we talked about uh, these high-level officials that were corralled and rounded up secretly and supposedly they've all been fitted with ankle monitors right um th- because they're already under indictment secretly but we have what we can't let anyone know that it's uh, we, we got to look like it's business as usual like no who's going to stand for that i don't you know what i mean like the, the whole we will get more into it but it, it's a uh, very flummoxing the whole narrative behind this there's a lot of a lot of Pieces that would have to fall into place just so perfectly that just don't make sense in a, a logistical way. Yeah, know?
2: it's not as unreasonable as a flat earth movement, for example, for an extreme example, but it's difficult to discern how all of this could be true at once. And that's the that's one of the structural problems here if we're being objective. But according to QAnon, the U.S. government has been controlled for decades and decades, maybe more than a century, by a very close-knit group of powerful deep state actors, and they are only part of a larger picture. The world, according to Q, is controlled by a global ring of cannibalistic, demon-worshipping child abusers, a group that is responsible for everything from the assassination of JFK to the rise of terrorist groups like ISIS to the um, escalation, the continual uh, frequency of domestic mass shootings... And furthermore, they argue that every single president elected since JFK, pay attention to that one, Democrat or Republican, has been a puppet for this cabal, with one notable exception Donald J. Trump. Yes. Give give the man a cigar. I'll Take one, or even a I don't. Smoke plush a unicorn kind of smoke, but. yeah, well, you're it, not supposed to smoke <clears all throat> cigars, are you? you just you you just, just bite them? it. I never I got it. It always felt too Freudian for me. It's like uh, the Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith, <laughs> like, yeah. welcome to yeah. Miami. Welcome to yeah. Miami. Exactly. Oh, you guys. No, no. So okay. you've been smoking cigars
3: wrong. I guess you're right. Um, Let's hang some time. No, we should teach us the ways. Um, I mainly just break mine open and put other things into them. What? Just kidding. Not kidding. I don't know. I don't care anymore. What I do care about is that this is all pretty intensely bonkers, but also fascinating because, like you said, Ben, there's so much um, tea leaf reading that goes into this and the way these narratives have been generated by users, not by Q, him,
4: right.
3: him or herself. That was just kind of the red meat, you know, for the masses to then just go ape over, you know, and just like swarm over the stuff and create what do what the Internet does best, which is generate bonkers conspiracy theories or or memes or just, you know, baseless claims, which is what most of this, if not all of this, absolutely seems
2: to be. Well, that's the problem, too. So to continue with this, the, the idea is that the president, President Trump, has been working Behind the scenes, to expose the deep sea in a carefully orchestrated fashion, and all will soon be revealed. Ultimately, he will send the guilty parties to the quasi-black site known as Guantanamo Bay. And if you ask the true believers, proof of this is all around you. If you ask the true believers, then the idea is not whether or not there's proof, but it's why you, a non-believer insist on having your head in the sand. Yeah, why you can't see it. Right, because of course, uh, like we've got some examples, like the Mueller report, right? Uh, it turns out Robert Mueller and Donald Trump are secretly close colleagues. They're behind-the-scenes allies. And that the Mueller report, while ostensibly investigating Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. Election in rea- what it was in reality was an investigation into this deep state, and that Donald Trump had to had to performatively uh, cozy up to the Russian state because that gave Mueller the ability to investigate the the real problem, which was the deep state in the U.S. abroad, which is responsible for everything from Pizzagate to the 2017 mass shooting in Vegas.
1: Yeah, well, then you bring in the even more recent stuff with the old Ukraine call with some quid pro quo and the whistleblowers who came forward and made everyone aware of that to the impeachment proceedings that have been going on and went on um, to really to the supporters of QAnon. These are just ways for the deep state essentially to fight back against the power that Trump has. It's just to stymie a little bit his efforts to
2: reveal all of the truths eventually that he's going to reveal. Right. And this is where we get to the, the idea of revelation, Right, the problem with proof. So first, many claims made by QAnon had an expiration date – this is something that uh, – this is something that leads to the downfall of a lot of uh, apocalyptic belief systems, right? Where you know we see a tale as old as time. There's a charismatic cult leader and I'm not saying this is what Q is. and I'm not saying it's a cult. But in the case of cults, there's a uh, charismatic leader who says due to some divine revelation or another, I know that the world will end on November 3rd, 1645. Uh, get to a cave – uh be we will be like the sons and daughters of adam and eve strike down the unworthy you know what i mean and then sure enough the next day comes and the world keeps spinning on its merry uh, Mary sinister way. So, what happened here is that many of the claims made by QAnon later turned out to be demonstrably false. John Podesta was not indicted on November third of twenty seventeen. Huma Abedin was not indicted on November sixth two thousand seventeen. That we're aware of. That we're aware of, unless they're wearing those secret ankle bracelets. Uh, and then, what if what if they actually were wearing ankle bracelets, guys?
1: I'm going to feel so silly because I genuinely feel like it's silly. No. I feel like
2: it. it's not possible, but I'm, I've been surprised before. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, and this, you know, I don't want to say too much personal stuff, but this reminds me of something. There is a, a religious aspect to this, a yeah. fervorance to it. And this reminds me of, you know, hearing about, not I to say which religions, but hearing about specific religions with very specific requirements for behavior, not just the like "don't be a dick" stuff that yeah. most religions do, but sure. but like very specific religions, and I always used to wonder. I used to think, you know, what if that's the one that's true? What if you die and it turns out? That it's just this one specific thing. Like, it's a Mithraism the whole time. That's what it was. And uh, and I always thought, you know, if I get to the afterlife, I feel like I'm going to be one of those people who's a little Larry David about him like, all right, fine, you got me. But just to be fair, <laughs> your PR stinks. And yeah. those are weirdly specific rules. So weird, in fact, that I don't think I'd be comfortable hanging out with the rest of your gang on the other side of the gate.
1: Yeah, there you go. Because it's, I like
2: polyester. Or I was going to say, you know? yeah, you're mixing,
1: you're <laughs> mixing all that stuff. It's very Leviticus uh, what you're talking about. Which is a great read. I would recommend it. Oh yeah, to yeah. anyone out there.
2: But you see, you see what I'm saying. Like this, the the problem here is if you're applying critical thinking here, you know, the problem here is in the specificity of the claims, right? Because they can be disproven, and this is something that QAnon notices and responds to, right? QAnon has said that these false predictions are necessary because disinformation is necessary. So maybe they're saying we know that the bad guys, the deep state is also reading this, so we need to get them off the trail the same way, for instance, that um, in in statecraft, if you have a compromised – Source like a compromised spy source, a compromised communication channel, or a compromised computer network, you never shut it down, ideally. You go to a redundancy channel, right? You go to a backup channel, and you keep that other stuff running, and then you just fill it with crap. Yeah, exactly. And it's incredibly effective. Done that effective. before. <laughs> Sorry, I just love the
3: idea. And then you just fill it with crap. That's
2: true. That's <laughs> seriously what you do.
1: That's beautiful.
2: Uh, so now— we know that the, spe- the specificity in terms of uh, the calendar claims, it ended up shooting this concept in the foot for a lot of people and previous believers became somewhat disillusioned. But we also know that due to the vague nature of those postings and the sort of Zen cone one-liner questions, uh, people were proponents of this, Began saying, "Well, we can explain some of the things that appear to be incorrect by our interpretation, our understanding, our realization of what they're actually saying in these statements." And now, it leads us to an ugly truth. Like it, it may sound like we're, it may sound like we are, uh, for some folks, being harsh on the concept of QAnon. But the fact is that. The stuff that has been presented as proof and has indeed been presented as the strongest indication of of proof or sand to the story has just – it hasn't held up to scrutiny at this point. Now, if it's wrong, if it turns out that there are people who are wearing ankle monitor bracelets and and are – or anklets or whatever and are just playing a role – in, in public life until the the I, I don't know the pendulum swings or the hammer falls and they all go to Guantanamo. If that is true, then it is been it is being pulled off immaculately well. Yep. It would be one of the most successful examples of cooperation in the recent history of our species. You're welcome. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. They're doing all this behind the scenes guys.
1: But finally it- gonna Let everyone know. It was you, huh? That it was not me. Oh, right. Classic Q (laughs) move. But but I want to talk about how the reason why it it feels unbelievable to a lot of people, um, and I would say somewhat to myself, is because it's trying or it's attempting or it has been made to be an Uber conspiracy. Like the reason behind everything, right? Right. All of the things that are bad that are happening that we're noticing out there are all a part of
2: this one thing. Yeah, that's—yeah, did it just—is it like that poem where, you know, the reach must exceed the grasp, else what's a heaven for? Yeah, it it went—maybe it went too big because if we look at the the structure— of of the argument it did attempt to and does attempt to incorporate more and more things because it is crowdsourced you know there are uh, there are people who are getting their own hobby horse in the q conversation right and then they're they're pushing that and that may actually contradict things that other people are saying, although they are supposed to be on the same team. Uh, And, you know, former supporters have reacted to this by saying Q itself is compromised. Mm There are also fairly persuasive arguments that Twitter bots or other bots out of Russia got a hold of the information and mainstreamed it to Twitter. And the president himself does seem to be at times tacitly supporting aspects of the theory as retweeted Accounts or statements or statements from accounts that yeah. are heavily linked to Q. Well, and you know there are, of course, here we just have to talk about
1: a lot of a lot of people pointing out that at rallies, at political events, mm-hmm. in the background, you will see quite often QAnon posters or or things that are written that appear to be in support of the QAnon theory. That is just, and then it appears that from an optic standpoint, uh, President Trump. Hasn't worked to get that out of his, you know, political events. But again, how would one uh, actually do that? There, there are That's a lot the of thing. yeah. There, are, there's a lot in there, and just I'm so sorry. I want to keep going here really quickly because, as someone, and I'm I'm going to speak openly here, as someone who has dismissed this at least to a certain extent, um. I have to acknowledge that the problems, the major problems that are outlined by Q Anon, whoever this person is, um, or whoever, whoever, you know, whether or not they're compromised or whatever, the major problems that are outlined there, I know for a fact are real. Give me an example. Um, the anyone running in this country for a Democratic or a um, Republican in part of the two party system, uh, running for president, let's say, or high level position, sure. the Senate, yeah, yeah. Um, they work on either side of that aisle with the same many times the exact same money powers that help them get there. Sure. Well, yeah. We also
3: know that giant corporations contribute equal amounts to both parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're hedging their bets depending on who, who wins. You know, they want to be on the right side of whoever's in power.
2: I want to go back to something here. There's something else that I think the mainstream media is missing in the story of QAnon, and it is this. They're so busy, you know, uh, harping on the, the things that are easily dismissible, easily disprovable, but they're not hitting – The primary question, which is what I think you're getting at here, Matt, it's this. There there is no question that the world of politics operates in two distinct spheres. First, what you the public are sold, and second, what happens behind the curtain. We've talked about this on the show before. It's pretty obvious there tends to be more to the story than the official narrative states, especially in high-stakes situations like state-level politics. Do you think diplomats of countries who hate each other are not getting together on on phone calls and, and going like, hey, man, you know, the other guy was kind of unreasonable, but let's see what we can work on with this together? Yes. And then do you, do you think they're not going in public statements and going like, you know, uh, death to disco or whatever and then calling the people who run the disco and saying – Hey man, you know it's it's kind of rough here. Like, could you give me a little? Let's see what we can work out. You know, there's negotiation there, and the problem here is that they were also ignoring the fact that something like a deep state does exist. It's just not as monolithic as some theories would have us believe. Like, is there a group of of just one one small group of people that runs the world? Probably not. Are there dozens of groups of very powerful people and institutions who feel like they should run the world Absolutely. Corporations, right? Private equity institutions, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, um, very insulated ruling families of one nation or another. These are the things that operate like the deep states that are talked about here. A deep state is—there's a banality to evil, right? So, so— Follow the money. Right. Follow the money. Or follow unelected civil servants who have yeah. tremendous power yeah. and have their hands on the levers of government and may have their own political agendas. Now, I'm not saying they're all automatically evil. I'm saying that if you listen to this, you can't f***ing elect them. And and it's very difficult for them to get fired in many cases. the,
3: The notion of evil in this situation is kind of a misnomer. I think it's maybe it's greed or it's just kind of control, but it's not necessarily inherently evil by its very nature. It's not trying to rape and pillage and. You know. um,
1: have to throw in there a lot of this theory has to do with child sex abuse and because, other abuse that's in there and other young adults. And we have found recently, no, 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 last year, Don't. that that stuff is very much real and powerful. People absolutely cohort, you know, cohort a very
3: with them. specific like aberrant you know click of powerful people that believe they deserve whatever it is that they want and their creepy fetishes or whatever that they feel like they are owed. Of you the know, ones that we've identified. That we've identified, but I don't think that, I think the notion that all powerful people are inherently like pedophilic sex fiends is, absolutely is, is absurd. Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely that is not true. That is 100% not true. But like this show does and yeah. as we explore every
2: time, sometimes it is true. The UK... The Franklin scandal, the Epstein scandal, Belgium—it's just four. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is true, but it's also it's it is you know, it works really well as red meat to motivate people because exactly. it's something that it's something that no decent human being would somehow justify. You know what I mean? Anybody who supported that is a bad person, and also. One other thing. So so the truth is disturbing, right? This, this didn't come from nothing. There are people that you will never meet, that you will never elect, who control more aspects of your life and the globe than any one person or one institution should. However, without solid proof, we also can't blame critics who say that Q itself was just an internet troll stringing people along for the lulls. You remember lulls, Matt? I remember the lulls. I got so many lulls. Oh, man. And I did most everything for them. (laughs) (laughs) So So, there we are. This is the story of QAnon so far. Just a high-level look, and you can read more about it in depth, including specific claims which, as we said, lead in all sorts of directions. The idea that Angela Merkel is the daughter of Adolf Hitler— that Kim Jong-un was, in, was put in place by the CIA to start a war if it was needed. Uh, that – His genetics didn't even factor into it. Right, right. And you can see – you can see all these things. This is a, a crossover event. This is also even linking to the Titanic, to the old idea that J.P. Morgan sunk it so he could form the Fed Reserve. Guys, it sounds a little
1: bit like somebody took our show. <laughs> blasted it out into all these various things and then just connected them all back together. And, a
2: little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> Paul was Q. All along. No.
3: We were talking at the top of the show about famous Qs. Mm-hmm. Uh and I didn't know this. This is this is a thing that you 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 hit me to. The Q is a, a clearance level. Does that mean it's like the number of clearances? As Q is chronologically in the alphabet, are there that many? Or is it just like there's like A clearance – C clearance and then Q clearance? Is it, it just
2: it, sounds dope. There's an L clearance. Uh, uh, Q clearance is just the DOE's equivalent of what we would call top secret in it. other places.
3: But just to be clear, we don't know who Q is, if it's one person, if it's nope. some kind of weird copy pasta thing. Like, I mean, and we have—and, and, you know, t- just to the veracity of these uh, claims and these posts, to me it sounds mostly like gobbledygook. Um, is the way that it's formatted— indicative of some kind of, you know, real brief? Is that the way a brief like this would be disseminated? Do we have any reason to believe that there's any veracity to these claims, that people are just going so gaga over?
2: So the interesting thing about that is there are plenty of people who do believe that they have cracked the case and they believe it based on what they see as their – Uh, psychological – their their ability to divine or decipher the psychology behind the statements. But to be completely honest, no one – none of the true believers – uh, unanimously agree on the identity. I think it's interesting too when you see re- reporting about this, um, these
3: folks are referred to as followers, right. which really does give it like almost this cult like status, which makes sense because it's based on what essentially amounts to some sort of weird mystical political scripture. Like I said at the top of the show, it reminds it sounds like a weird poem because the way it's written mm. is almost like a riddle or like some kind of strange incantation almost. It does have this very
2: odd religious quality to it. Yeah. There's a doomsday aspect, I think. And at this point, we have to mention that this is ongoing. You can visit any number of sites now and you can uh, hear the – Uh, The current debate, because despite the fact that numerous predictions have proven to be untrue, uh, the people do continue to support this belief uh, and people do continue to argue that there that the things that may appear to be missteps in policy are purposeful and happening for some reason that will be revealed at a later date, uh, which has been predicted numerous times uh, has never been the correct date but uh, apparently may yet come to pass.
3: That's how predictions go, isn't it? It's always like that. Um, I will say in terms of like how is this going to continue to linger, uh, I think largely it may. Um, because of the fact that the president keeps retweeting some of these sources, mm-hmm. you know, folks with screen names like JanBot35422, the kinds of screen names that are typically associated with these you know, Russian bots that are disseminating all this misinformation. And we've talked about this off air, whether the president – I'm sorry, it was Debport03755076, whether or not the president is purposefully trying to disseminate this to – criticize his rivals at any cost, whether or not that cost is pushing dangerous, potentially dangerous uh, misinformation out to his, what, 70 million followers, or whether he just thinks it's cute funny. He does that often and he'll think something's just kind of a, a funny joke or, you know, mm-hmm. p- puts egg on the face of one of his uh, political rivals. I don't know which one it is. But the fact is that over the holiday weekend, he retweeted QAnon source's um, something like twenty five times, and then kept retweeting responses to his retweets from other QAnon accounts. So- that's
2: that's the thing though, too with Twitter. Like once you get once you get hooked in, I'm slapping my arm with two fingers in the impression of like addicts. Once you get hooked into the tweets and the retweets, you just start retweeting. It's so easy. It's a yeah. slippery, slippery slope. Yeah, be careful.
3: Do you guys think he still does his own tweets? Yes. Like just he's got a device. He he refu- He's not supposed to. But I believe he refused to give it up
2: yeah recently uh, recently the president notified uh, notified Congress uh, via social media that he that his tweets uh, and declarations on social media did count as official policy declarations or informing Congress. You can read that. Uh, I don't think that tweet will be deleted by the time this comes out. But don't let the conversation end here, folks. We want to hear from you. What's your opinion? Is there a QAnon prediction that did come true? Uh, And if so, what? We'd like to hear about it. Uh, We'd like to hear about it from you. You can find us and your fellow listeners on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We are some derivation of conspiracy stuff or conspiracy stuff show. We highly recommend our Facebook page. Here's where it gets crazy. Uh, And, uh, you know, the memes alone.
1: Oh, it's going to be rife with them after this episode. I can only imagine. Um, you can head over to Amazon, search QAnon, and find the dozens of titles that are based on this this topic if you wish to read more. Um, or just, you know, consult your, your local slash P-O-L slash, uh, <laughs> which stands for politically incorrect. And I know that now and I've learned my lesson. And it's okay and we're going to be fine. Um, if you don't want to do that stuff, you can – Find me on Call of Duty Mobile, where I'm S-T-D-W-Y-T-K. Wait, there's a Call of Duty Mobile? <laughs> yes, there is. And I would love to play is it, is it around a team deathmatch or dom- domination with you. Uh, I'm totally into it. Uh, I'm loving it. And I'm I'm pretty good at it. Hey, so you know watch what, out. You know
3: what else there is? There's a Mario
1: Kart Mobile now. It's
3: pretty damn good. And there's <laughs> also uh Tony Hawk Skate Jam. Nice, no, Yeah, which is like sort of like a mobile version of uh, Pro Skater.
1: Man, these mobile, these little devices just keep getting stronger and stronger. Well, well, I believe Call of Duty may be sponsoring this show soon. That'd be cool. So Don't watch out, it. boys, mm-hmm. from what I hear. What's your weapon of choice? Are
3: you a groundsman? Or are you a, a snipeman, snipes, snipester? Uh, Clearly I, I am not a
1: uh, gamer. I, I prefer a, a healthy assault rifle with uh, a
2: nice scope on it. Got it. Yeah, that's accurate and uh, reliable. And if you don't have Call of Duty, you can <laughs> call us directly. We have a phone number as well. Yes, the number is one 833s
3: It's your duty call.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we did it. Um, if you don't want to do any of that stuff and you want to reach out to us with anything, any comment, any idea that you've got for another episode, you can write to us. Send us a good old-fashioned email. We are conspiracy at iheartradio.com.